QBM Radio. Powered by Urban Broadcast Media. Chicago. Chicken's fighting over range against Warm Beat Camber. Long little cheek. For a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheek. Chicken fighting over range against Warm Beat Camber. Long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheek. Uh. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the Third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third, and you are now tuned in to another episode of This, That, and the Third, brought to you by none other than Urban Broadcast Media. And I got my lovely co hostess with the Moses in the house, Miss Reese PC Peanut Buttercup. Hey, y'all. All right, so we got a dope show for y'all. Like we always do each and every Friday night Be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend To download the Urban Broadcast Media app I want to shout out my uh, board engineer extraordinaire D. Curtis Randall in the building And my shooter in the building for the night Is none other than B.E.N. The Infamous man. So shout out to my man Ben on the camera Holding it down And again this is This Then The Third Brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media And you are listening to UBN Radio Your station for talk, music, and faith So we're going to begin the show in the best fashion that we know how Alright And that's first and foremost by shouting out our sponsors none other than twin media group and free lunch academy so shout out shout out to everybody making moves in chicago and then a big salute to our executive producers none other than pyramid marketing solutions llc can we slow clap them in real yes. quick Reese? Yes, let's get them definitely. in there. let's get them in there. all right so as I said, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how. Now, anytime that you miss the show, make sure that you uh, check out the podcast replay on SoundCloud and or iTunes by searching this, that, and the third with the third spelled I-I-I, like the Roman numeral three. All right? So on last week's show, man, we had some dope stuff going on. We talked about our weekend review, which we'll do again this week. We had an Around the Town segment. We did Post It Up. We did sports. We did entertainment, politics, and, of course, our favorite topic on this, that, and the third, relationships. All right? And we also had a dope special guest. He went by the name of David Peterson, and he was of the Pullman Porter Museum, man. Yep, that was a yep. dope little Executive interview. Executive director. Dropping okay. jewels of he wisdom. He was. He yeah, was. he got bars. And, uh, and, he, <laughs> he, and he's, a, he's one of them dynamic individuals where it was like, you know, he was like, what's your uh, hashtag or what's your handle? He was like, plugged fella. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, damn, get it how you live, sir. I like to see the balance, okay? Yeah, seriously. And then our musical theme last week, if, see if you can guess it. We had Biz Marky, Just a Friend, Fun, We Are Young, Kurt Cobain's Drinking My Cup, Afro Man, Because I Got High, Coffee Brown, After Party, Sugar Hill Gang, Rapper's Delight, and Candyman, Knocking Boots. So, Reese, what was our musical theme last week? Do you remember? What do all these different songs have in common? Um, one hit wonders, right? Like oh. that from from throughout <laughs> the decades. One right? hit wonders, and I think we remember most of them well. I right? mean, I guess people will kind of question Sugar Hill Gang, but I mean, technically, what else did they have after Rapper's Delight? I don't know, nothing. All right, <laughs> but nevertheless, man, enough about last week. You ready to get into this week? Of course. All right, so this week we got a dope show for y'all. We're gonna begin the best way we know how by getting all up in Reese's Kool Aid. All right, y'all here in the background. Our musical theme is kicking off with "Ain't No." Mm. Like the one I got with uh, Jay and Foxy, man. So y'all keep in tune and tell us if y'all can tell us what the theme is. And also, don't sleep this uh, tomorrow, Saturday. This Saturday, Urban Broadcast Media presents the Reverend 
Dr. Leon Finney birthday takeover tomorrow, Saturday, July 8th, beginning at 10 a.m. right here at UBM and on UBM Radio. So make sure you download the app and tell a friend to tell a friend to do the same. And actually, it's his birthday today. So happy wow, birthday, let's Dr. Slow Finney. Clap in, yeah. Let's slow clap Doc in, G. Happy 86th. No, happy 79th 79th. Birthday. That's a good. That's a good year. Seventy nine was a very good year. All right, so Reese, what's going on with you with this uh, upcoming weekend, man? And how did your week go? Um, my week was great. It, you know, it felt like deja vu Wednesday because you had Monday and then you had the fourth, and then Wednesday felt like Monday all over again. So yeah, it was weird having was. the fourth on a Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know if I. A fan Prefer or not. That? Yeah, because yeah. my week just feels longer. Yeah, and I was looking at some stats on how the weekend went from a uh, bang, bang, uh, yeah. shoot em up perspective. See, I wasn't even going to go there. No, nah, but I'm just saying, they said the last time that it kind of went the way it went this past um, holiday season uh-huh. was when it was a, uh, a four-day weekend when the fourth fell on a Thursday. Thursday. So oh. people was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and yeah. it got crazy. Shout out to my uh, girl, Keisha, on the live. What up, Keisha? And shout out to my boy, Brandon Prince, I ain't hit, I ain't hollered at this man in a minute, man. This is like the little Allen Iverson of Zion and shit. So shout out to my man. All right, uh, my week was pretty decent. You know the uh, youth, the community yeah, the youth employment ended. program has ended. Look, he on so, vacation, y'all. Time to go to a yacht party. I don't get out the bed for what, what that nigga uh, Pinky say on on minutes. I don't get out the bed for two thirty, nigga. Don't come around this motherfucker so early. <laughs> I don't be waking up early. You right? Because I text all. you about ten, ten or eleven. You were like, I'm just waking up. I'd be so I'm sleep. Like, really? Get Stay up. woke. <laughs> yes. Everybody but Calvin. You. Stay woke. You know what I'm saying? But uh, no, nah, my week has been very relaxing, very euphoric. Been getting in tune with my meditation. You know how I do. And uh, you know, been hooping a lot. And last last night, you know, we was uh, en route to the championship game for the little um, tournament we in at Leo. And uh, twisted my knee, man. Oh, so I'm, I'm walking that ginger. Age. Yeah, I'm that walking age. gingerly. Yeah, <laughs> gingerly. You know what I'm saying? I got the gingerbread <laughs> knee. So, uh, yeah, man. But uh, we won. So, you know, Good nevertheless, you. we headed to the championship this Thursday. So, wish us luck. All right. But that's enough about my week and your week. Uh, let's get into some serious topics, man. Beginning with uh, politics. You want to start there? Yes. Yeah, so, finally, um, they kept saying yesterday. So, what was yesterday? July 6th was an historic day because Illinois has finally signed a budget. Right, um, the House over uh, overread Rahner's veto, and uh, basically got it through. They got seventy one. They got um, seventy one votes. It was like seventy one yes, forty two no, uh-huh. um, and so they got it signed. So that was good. But there are a lot of things within this budget that uh, don't fix things. Don't you know? They putting band aids on shit. Yeah, pretty no, much. Yeah. Pretty much. No, and so do. they got a. Income tax will increase from 3.7% to 4.95%. And the corporate taxes increase from, I think, like around 5 to 7%. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of the Republicans, everybody, you know what? Everybody wants to point the finger and really wants to point blame. That nigga um, did it. Because the governor made a statement saying that he, think, he thinks the 32% tax increase is only a start and will not answer the pension or Medicaid problems. Only a start as in is going to increase even more or they're going to do other things in addition to the it's only a 32%. start for specifically man again mm. to increase okay. and that, that's kind of what he was directing it uh who he was directing it towards um and I, I mean i'm not gonna say it's the governor's fault because the governor came into this problem right? Right, right it's been here so i think we need to get out a lot of those old republicans in right. springfield uh mannequin is one of them right mannequin is one of them man. can i say it one more time mannequin is one of them third time's a charm um, <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and see what we can do. But yeah, so the historic day of having the budget signed um, was yesterday. Okay. Well, at least we made history. We part of history. Right. But then they said, um, like, did you hear about Illinois? Uh, because of if it, if the budget didn't get signed, Illinois was going to be considered junk credit. Like yeah. their credit was going to go down. Yeah. Like any promissory note that you get from the <laughs> state, they nah, we don't have to honor that shit. <laughs> We're in debt, <laughs> credit debt, <laughs> straight the like that. State is in debt, and that would have been so the bad. first. That would have been the first time in history that a state was declared the of the junk status in terms of credit. Really? So I'm, yeah, I'm glad That's we so. dodged that bullet at least for now. I don't for think. That, I think that there's still more uh, to develop. In the, this is a developing story, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, because the governor's trying to block it, everybody else is trying to veto his blockage, and it's a back back and forth back cat and, and mouse forth. game. It seems yeah. like. Okay. Um, also, I heard that uh, niggas were throwing powdered donuts at your boy. So apparently there was some lady that ran up into the Capitol building in Springfield and <laughs> sprinkled me, man, sprinkled me, man, sprinkled me, man, all over this nigga rounder's office. And they had to evacuate the Capitol and thought it was might have been hazardous substances and what the bam. So they did the evacuation, brought in the tag team. Was it anthrax? Remember that powdered was going donut. around? Remember that anthrax? Powdered donut. <laughs> Shorty was just, you know, powdered donut delivery, and they was got very <laughs> nervous. When you be on dirt, when you be on dirt, you know, like, anything that seems suspect. Right. Says, he was just dropping this nigga off at Jellyfield. But uh, I do remember the anthrax scare, man. Right. I remember the West Now. I remember there was supposed yeah, to be some killer that. bees coming to get us. That shit ended up being Wu-Tang. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here that we get bullshit. But uh, it's a lot going on in Springfield, y'all. So stay woke and stay in tune. And if you don't, you know, like me, I'm going to be honest. I don't really have a source for my news and He doesn't updates. watch the news, y'all. I don't y'all. do that shit. So y'all can always tune into this, down the third and get your po- political updates, all right? And speaking of political updates, what's going on with your president extraordinaire, 4-5? Oh, Trumpito. Trumpito. Um, he's in Germany right now for um, the, you call it the, the G20? Yeah, I, I mean, saw something talking about G20. Right. It, it has all the uh, the NATO leaders. Mm-hmm. They're there. And I know the clips that they showed on the news are basically they were trying to figure out the ter- the Islamic terrorism. Mm-hmm. And also Korea, because Korea launched some missiles. Okay. Pop quiz, though, nigga. Yeah. What's NATO stand for? No. North American something or other. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it like the North American Trade Organization? Uh, look, okay. don't ask questions. You you didn't pass uh, the Constitution? Yeah, but I, that wasn't in the Constitution. That wasn't enough. No. Okay, my bad. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, Trump, man. I mean, keep your head up, man, because right. them niggas is, is out there gunning for you, man. Uh, they probably Literally. only protesting because he's there. It probably ain't the protest. Probably ain't got nothing else to do with nothing. Yeah, because they are him. protesting. Um, well, you know, Trump had Trump is Twitter happy. Yeah, and a lot of I think a lot. I heard of, he keeping Twitter in business, and I heard that he's also trying to parlay that into a business endeavor. So. I'm, I'm no, let's stop there because okay. they Obama couldn't tweet. Right. Okay. No other. It was president. a gag order on his tweets. Well, they took his phones. Uh, Remember, he had to have. They who? The, the <laughs> What you mean? <laughs> they, as in the White House wow. administration. You know. But if you don't live in the vote. White House, then you can do whatever you want to do. Well, I get he don't live there. Hmm. He lives in the uh, Trump Towers. No, his wife does. Oh, I thought Trump didn't live there. Either. No, Trump. Okay. Trump lives there. Now that would be like ridiculous. this. Then the third, your source for misinformation. <laughs> Literally, just <laughs> like that. that, and that's Calvin, y'all. Whatever, man. Me. I am the third, nigga. And y'all are tuned in to this, that, and the third, starring yours truly and the lovely Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Each and every Friday night, be sure to tell a friend and tell a friend to download the Urban Broadcast Media app. And anytime you miss us, check out the replay via our podcast, which is sponsored by none other than Pyramid Marketing Solutions, LLC. And you can catch that by searching this, that, and the third on SoundCloud and or iTunes. 
with the third spell I I I like the Roman numeral three. All right, so we're gonna keep with politics and go into our special guest, who's actually a politician. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk so about possibly. it. Let's introduce this brother. Man, we're gonna speak that to existence. Yes. So, Damn. This, Damn. this young man, um, I went to high school with him at Oak Park and River Forest High School. Shout Oak Park, out to Oak Park. They be producing some yes. quality yes. people. Yes, yes. Uh, That's right. That's right. We do. We what do. year, though? What year? Uh, we saying year? You cool with saying year? Yeah. Oh one. Yeah. Oh one. Oh one. Okay. So you know you know so my baby then? Yeah. You know yeah, Candace and Siobhan? He, oh, you yeah, always yeah, talks about those are my those people. Those are people. You always meet somebody they gotta do that. They know one person that they know. Oh, you from Chicago, did you know? Right, right, right. Okay, so um we both graduated from high school together. Um I kinda followed him once he graduated. I know you lived in Atlanta for a while. And I know you were a comedian. And so I want this young brother, his name is Anthony Clark. I want him to introduce himself and kind of just tell us a little bit about himself. Oh, okay. It's on me now? Yes, it's on me. So you. Uh, hello, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here. Truly appreciate it. I was. I thought I was going to be late. Like, I was on that traffic. I'm letting <laughs> you know. Like, I hit it real hard. I was on, like, side mm-hmm. streets and everything. And he on the bike, y'all. Uh, I was, I'm so glad. <laughs> that young Harley. But, uh, so, yeah. So, my name is Anthony Vincent Clark. That's my middle name. Uh, graduated from Open. Situation. I thought I was grown, so I was like <laughs> deuces to my parents and like packed up my car and moved to Atlanta because you know Atlanta was hot, it was hot right? It was popping. Everybody it. wanted to be in the A, uh-huh. so I'm like, I gotta be in the A. I <laughs> uh, was supposed to go to school, was supposed to be responsible. Got down there and, and clowned. It was just party like, like a rock star. I lost my mind. You know, like <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, but uh, Atlanta was fun. You know, uh, I enjoyed myself, but I didn't do anything productive. Uh, so reevaluated my life. Uh, my pops actually drove down there. We had a meeting, and he was like, "Man, you got to do something." Okay. Uh, so like that night, I was like, "I'm going to join the military." I was like, "You know, I'll, I'll get to travel. Uh, it'll build some responsibility, provide me with some opportunities, pay mm-hmm. for college." Uh, so I felt like I don't know. It just hit me. It was just like this is the best option for me. So I went to the military, served six years active duty in the United States Air Force. So Air traveled Force. the United States. Up. You know, travel a little bit globally. Uh, and from there, you know, got my first two degrees. Uh, got out in '09 and went through the Choose a Teachers program and started uh, become I became a special education teacher. Right. So I taught on the West Side. I know we out South right now. Uh, West Side. South Side crazy. What they say? <laughs> South Side crazy. Mm-hmm. Y'all got Harold's, but you know I'm Uncle Remus baby. Right. Man. Okay. Brother, I ain't all day. But hey, Saucy cool. chicken. Lemon pepper my wings. Harold's is cool. I'm not yeah. gonna trip. Uh, but yeah, so started teaching on the West Side alternative school. From there, I went to a charter school in Humble Park. Uh, oh, from there, I actually taught at Kenwood in Hyde Park. So I, I did Kenwood you. Academy, and then I got the opportunity. Go back to our alma go mater. Back, uh, you know, they nice. calling me. They're like, "We need you." So I went back to Oak Park Forest High School. So I've been teaching there. I've been teaching total for about eight years. Uh, and just from you know my heavy heavy involvement in the community, you know, uh, building relationships with students and families, and you know, just trying to eliminate a lot of these systemic issues that we right. face. Not to get too deep right, right off the bat. Uh, just became extremely frustrated and formed a nonprofit. So I'm the founder and director of a nonprofit called Suburban Unity Alliance. Nice. Uh, we do a lot of equity work. Uh, you know, we attack a lot of issues, what I call, what I term generational gap issues. Okay. Whether socially or economically, I feel like our people, in regards to minorities, uh, the reason oftentimes we fail or are failing is because of one, you know, the systemic issues are ingrained in society. Capitalistic society is built on systemic oppression. And two, uh, you know, we, we have gaps, you know, socially and economically yeah. where 
you know, I mean, not to even get deep, but like perfect example when when one of our relatives dies, cousin and them, if they die, what do we do? We see a GoFundMe account. Yes. Because our families don't have life insurance life policies insurance, to tap yes. into and pass down to build capital, or we don't have home ownership to pass down yes. to the next generation. Agree. Or when I went to college, even though my parents worked extremely hard, they didn't go to college, so they couldn't pass down that 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 knowledge to me right. of how to apply. You know that how that process uh, yep. panned out. So you know we lack that. So we just try to attack that. But so on and so forth, even then, you know, working with my nonprofit, still extremely frustrated. And I was like, I got to do more. And um, I didn't know at that time really what to do, uh, but it just worked out. It was just like a call in, in a sense. It was just like, oh, you know, it came like a Maxwell song. <laughs> like I just like walked into Maxwell some light song. and it was just like, ah. Oh. And uh, I received an email uh, from this organization on this brand new Congress. Okay. And the email just stated that multiple people within your district have nominated you to run for office. That's what's up. Uh, and, uh, you know, to keep it 100, like I, I couldn't stand politics. Like I involved myself behind the scenes with my nonprofit, like doing forums and, you know, trying to push this equity piece. Uh, but I couldn't stand politicians. You right. know, I thought, I mean, basically 99% of y'all crooked. Yeah. And uh, in it for self. So, you know, going through that process, learning more about brand new Congress and Justice Democrats, uh, betting them, them betting me, uh, it just made sense. You know, it was another call and it was another Maxwell song, another like coming into the light. Like, oh. Wow. And uh, so that's where we are now. You know, so I'm running for Congress out of the 7th Congressional District. Uh, and that covers, uh, I mean, it's huge with it gerrymandering, huge. how they make these districts up. So it goes all the way to Lakeshore Drive. Parts of Kenwood, Gold Coast, uh, you know, down across like West Loop into the Austin community, Humble Park community, Oak Park, Forest Park, Maywood, Bellwood, Westchester Hillside, uh, River Forest. Uh, so it's, 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 it's crazy. Lot. It's crazy. But we're keeping it funky. You know, we're trying to really make a difference. And uh, so I announced, I think, two months ago. Okay. And uh, two and a half months ago. And it's been great. You know, the response has been good. And it's just about reprogramming individuals and, you know, just really showing them what it is because so many people aren't engaged and now you have people that are newly engaged yeah. that are like we're here now but like you know we people been here for years right. Right. you know what I'm saying like you ain't the first <laughs> to fight these issues but I appreciate you right. uh, so just trying to reprogram and re-educate people and educate people of you know just because somebody may vote a certain way right. or may say something doesn't mean they're necessarily effective you mm -hmm. know we need mm -hmm. to you know paradigm shift in regards to what we expect of our leaders and uh, we need boost to the ground. You know, you need to get your hands dirty if we want to make a difference. And, right. Uh, so that's why I'm here. You know, and so I looked up, who's the 7th District Congress right now? So my, my incumbent, you know, I, I don't like to say their name because it gives them name recognition. But my but incumbent, is it, no, I'm just, just playing. It's Danny K. Davis. That, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, he's been in that seat since 1997. And it's time to move. So, and it's time uh, to move. Can we slow clap him out? Can we slow clap him out real quick? I'll give him a slow clap. You know, like I say. Uh, the passing yeah. of the torch is so necessary. It is. Uh, across the board. And anything. Let's just say because I will. What I think we notice in, in media and in different positions or whatever, you have the old heads right. who just don't want to let it go. Right. And I mean, I think across the board. I you're mean, not doing yeah. nothing. Like, at the whole spectrum of what you just said, you said the 7th District covers Lakeshore Drive. It covers the West Suburbs. It covers some of the South Side, some of the West Side. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. What, what has he done lately? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Do you know, Calvin? <laughs> Do you know? You know, okay, so that's, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. When <laughs> I saw, <laughs> when I saw that, I, was, I fuck with Danny ass, but I I've seen a golf outing <laughs> most recently. I don't know. 
<laughs> what that has to do with the infrastructure <laughs> they're in. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. So That's it just, funny. it really made me excited mm-hmm. to see just a new face. Somebody with some right. energy, somebody with the, the, the willpower, and you're going to have people behind you. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh, you know that. Cool. I mean, no question. You know, you're going to have supporters, but you're also going to have, you know, dissenters. You're also going to have people that are, you know, hardcore, you know, incumbent fans. And, uh, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's just how do you define progress yeah. in, in a sense? Like, if you look around, I mean, the South Side and the West Side, even though, you know, growing up, you always say West Side crazy, South Side crazy, whatever differences. I mean, there's a lot of similarities that exist as Very well. Much you so. look mm-hmm. across our communities, those that are marginalized, you know, those that don't have a voice, oftentimes they're not invested in. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't right. receive that opportunity that that is necessary for individuals and families to succeed. But then what do you see? You start seeing Divi bikes pop up and Mariano Mariano's pop up and yep. you know different things like that and then you peep game it's like mm-hmm. okay. You know, the property value is lowered, yeah. you know, because of the violence that exists, et cetera, yep. et cetera. And now Gentrifying, you know, just buyers market. Yep, and that's what David was talking about last week. He was like, "Stay woke in terms of don't let your community be gentrified when the property value is down." Get you some. Get you some. Get you some. Straight like that. And you, because I mean, we have these individuals fighting for their property, dying for their community, and then they're being pushed out. Right. Right. You know, at the end of the day, and then they invest in the community once they're gone. So we have to try to curtail that. And I mean, based upon the the district that exists, we even have suburban communities that I mean, like Oak Park. We from Oak Park, you know, so. We know Oak Park has money, but there's issues within suburban and communities as well. It, yep. uh, oftentimes, those fallacies exist. Though you move to the suburbs, it's all good. Right. It's it ain't sweet. You, know, you don't have any problems. I mean, so they're even gentrifying, but on a different level in the sense of economically. Yep. Right. You know, so if you're not rich, you know, if you're not upper middle class, you know, we, we don't want you. Right. So yeah. it's just like I think now, you know, more than ever in 2017. A lot of individuals are coming together and identifying commonalities, no matter what your label is, Democrat, Republican, et cetera. It's that postpartisan thought process of, I mean, they, you know, they consider me a broke ass, you right, know, so right. no matter <laughs> right. what, being broke is a minority. You yeah. know, being right. broke is the Period. main minority Always. right now. Always. So whether you black, et cetera, if you broke, You're they don't care about you, yeah. you know, yeah. so we have to realize that and recognize the game. Like you say, stay woke, wake up, wipe the sweat, you know, the sleep out your eyes and see what's going on. <laughs> so, you know, this, this you is my know. question, though, like. For all my sophisticated, ignorant listeners, right? Like we hear you, but when's the election? Because we be—that's what we right. miss. No, we miss the we election. Miss that all when the there's time. those, we miss that all the time. So essentially, how it works is whether you're a Democrat or Republican, if you're running on the same ticket as someone else and trying to become elected, we saw this with Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. You have a primary mm-hmm. and you have a okay. general election. So the primary election is meant to pick the representative of a particular party. Okay. Uh, so our primary election will be March of 2018. Okay. And then the the general election will be April of 2018 okay. or somewhere. I mean, no, I'm sorry, November of 2018. Okay. I apologize. So last primary was April. So our, our primary is March of 2018, and then the general election will be November of 2018. Perfect. Uh, so, but no, we got to vote, bro. We got to vote. To. Uh, have we have to. to vote. You know, too y'all often put that we can in your eye calendars. Vote. Vote. Y'all get y'all your Google calendar in the vote. Your Get boy your goofy chance, ass up, yeah, your boy Chance, he came back to the shy. You know, I know he did a lot last last election cycle trying to get the young youth out to vote. Yeah. I mean, again, not to get too deep, but if you look at data, millennials, yeah. you know, our young adults, they're going to be the uh, 
majority Call yes. the voting. Yep. But they you know, got to get out. So you have but to get you out have to get out. Because if you don't, then baby boomers right. are right. going to put Danny Davis right. back in the right. office. You know, so, go vote. they right. going. Because I don't want to hear, <laughs> you, I don't wanna hear you complain. <laughs> I don't want to hear you moan. Right. You're not voting. You're not even registered, bro. Or, 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 or right. lady. Right. You know, yeah. you're not even registered. Lady. Yeah, bro. Lady. You're not even registered. Like, at least register to vote. Right. And have the opportunity. But Take the steps now because the election is not till 2018. So, we have time, but not as much as you might think. So Definitely. get your registration on, bros and bras out there. Y'all need to make sure that y'all get your registration right. on. And uh, we're going we gonna to kick it to um, our next topic. But we want you to stick around because Ooh, we want to cool. pick your brain on just some real life shit that hey, we be talking hey, about. You hey. know what I'm saying? Get to know your candidates, right? Definitely. Right. All right. So we're going to move into sports. Is that cool? Cool. I love right. sports. So I just was leaving the shop. Y'all see me with the crispy. And, uh, <laughs> man, there's a lot of sh- stuff going on on the NBA front, G. So I'm going to run this down the list. Y'all tell me what I think about it just top of mind. D Rose might be headed to Dallas with the Mavericks and Dirk Nowinski. Stop it! Is he done? Is, is he done? I think Who he, cares? Uh, is, is he? You know, I mean, you know, you know, Chicago. You know what we represent. You yeah. know how we respect. And I think, I think we need to close the chapter on D Rose. There's no sequels. Dunzo. There's no trilogy. Uh, you know, this yeah. isn't Fast and the Furious. It's not going to be yeah. like eight Dunzo. movies. Like he's D Rose. We appreciate you. You right. won that. You won that MVP for us. Right. We never want to ship though. Right. Right. Uh, so I, I thank him for his service. But I mean, it's. Yeah, it's, it's he said he just made his free throws when he was it's, out there in Memphis. Dude, I mean, wherever he went to college, dude is uh, like those knees though. Them knees, them Adidas, them Adidas, <laughs> them Adidas. <laughs> day I dream about those, snap kneecaps, nigga. Knees. Uh, Jamal Crawford. So recently with the Clippers. Got moved to Atlanta. Right. He played for Atlanta before. He played for everybody before. Right. But now he's saying they're gonna buy him out. He might be going to L.A. with Alonzo right. Ball. Right. You think about that. Jamal I mean, Crawford first, is an asset first to any and team. Foremost, I think that nigga's recognize. Yeah, I was about to say he's sixty-five years that old. That nigga is a Jamal ass Crawford man. is sixty-five years old. I think he, I don't know if he it's old. cocoa butter. I don't know what he soaks himself in. <laughs> I mean, but he's seventy-five years old. Found the youth and, and hooping. Uh, so I think we need to bottle up whatever Jamal is doing, man, whether it's Pilates. You know, I don't know if he's doing what he type of He only had sex with I'm vegans. Something. <laughs> oh, no red meat. Is. Like, okay. Jamal yeah. Crawford is he old. He like 39s. He real talk. Legit. Jamal Crawford is old. He legit 39s. Yeah, I looked him up. So we'll right. see where he goes. So, uh, uh, he, he's a hooper, though. He's, yeah. he, okay. he cold. So I, I like Handles. that move. I like that move. Handles. Uh, we got Gordon Hayward, one of the few white boys that mm-hmm. went from being good in college to being good in the right. NBA. Right. He's being moved out of um, uh, Utah. Boston. And now he's with the Celtics. Boston. They stacking up. Boston. They Boston have, is they have a nasty team. I mean, you got Isaiah. You got Gordon. But I think they're getting rid of Crawford. You know, they got to get rid of them. They got to get rid of them. it. You know, and I think they're moving. Um, they're going to move um, smart, too. But imagine, though, though, like you have your great white hype. In Boston. In Boston, like where, where he belongs. Larry Bird did his thing. I mean, where he belongs. Is about it just the fits. Ball. I, is he married? Because I'm just going to let his wife know right now. <laughs> right. It's watch, problems. Watch your boy. <laughs> watch your boy. Well, you know, Gordon they, is about to go there and just lose his mind. Everybody trying to stack their team to beat, you know, go right. to stack. Oh, it's, or exactly. it's, it's nasty. It's you nasty. have to. Chef Curry with the shot. I mean, Straight KD, like that with the 207 mil. Slim Reaper. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, moving on in NBA, we also have uh, McGee, JaVale McGee. You know what I'm saying? He was kind of a journeyman for mm-hmm. a couple of years. Mom played in the WNBA, and he's just a shacked in a full yes, candidate each yes. and every week. All-star. All-star, the, all-star right. And, uh, you know, got his ring, got his jewelry with the uh, Warriors, and now he might be going to the Kings where they already picked up George Hill and Zach Randolph. What do you think about that move? Can he carry on the the – 
culture of the Warriors to I, the Kings, I, I or is it just done? I don't done? think so. I think he's going back to Shaq in a full yeah. all-star status. He did well last year because he, he played his role right. off the yeah. bench, provided them with a lot of energy, you mm-hmm. know, rebounds, you know, some putbacks, et cetera. Right. But going to the Kings, I mean, don't they already have, what's his name, too, from Kentucky, uh, the cat from Kentucky? Came Boogie? No, nah, Boogie went nah, down. Boogie left, yeah. but it was the other Oh, they got dude, another uh, young guy. Light-skinned okay. cat. Yeah, I know you're talking I, about. I, yeah. I, know, I know exactly you talking about. Kali Steins. Kali Steins, They got Kali Steins. He's hyphenated name Right, Kali Steins. So, I mean, you got a lot of man, a lot of bigs. Don't do that. You have a lot of bigs and a little bit of leadership. So, right. I mean, JaVale, uh, bruh. Yeah, we'll stay see. Off, stay off Shaq's radar, please. All right, so we got we got a phone call, so we're going to run through the rest of these uh, NBA pieces. Deion Waiter signs for four years, $52 million to stay in Miami. Shout out to Deion Waiter. Shout out. He a dog, man. Yeah. J.J. Reddick signs a one-year deal with the Sixers worth $23 million. Nick mm. Young, a.k.a. Swaggy Pete, to the Warriors. He's just trying to get that ring. Yeah, uh, Millsap, Paul Millsap, formerly with the Hawks for a little while, and then uh, he was formerly with the uh, Jazz. He's now over to the Nuggets, so then uh, Kenneth Fareed might be on the move. Dwight Howard, weak ass, is over to Charlotte, so Jordan got to deal with him. Uh, the Heat wave Chris Bosh and clear $52.1 million off their books. So he'll get paid because he has, like, a blood clot issue. He'll get paid off of NBA insurance, but um, he'll get paid, and it doesn't affect the Heat's uh, cap space. Uh, the Heat will retire Bosch's number one jersey. I don't think that's deserved. Um, Paul George is officially with the Thunder. Shout out to Paul George and Westbrook. Gee, you need him. Um, <laughs> Curry signs a five-year, $207 million deal with the Warriors, mm. uh, about $36, uh, $36 million per year on average, and that's historical. That's the highest contract in NBA history. So now he gets paid more than LeBron. They value him. And then uh, with the current landscape of the NBA, do you prefer parity? With like you don't know which team is going to win any given year, and everybody's kind of on an equal playing field versus super teams, which we're seeing now. Let's answer that question when we come back from our caller. D. Curtis Randall, please bring in our caller for the this, that, and the third. All right. So hopefully they're going to talk about some sports. We don't know who it is. It's a mystery caller. Uh-oh. Yeah, this can, this can go any way, bro. Just be ready, Z. Uh-oh. Just be ready. All right, so, caller, you are on the air. Thank you for uh, calling in to This Down the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media. You're on the line with Calvin Leroy King the Third and the lovely co-hosts with the most of Ms. Reese P.C. One Only. Who is this? Hi, this is Jeremy Horn. I'm from Forest Park, Illinois. Okay, hey, what's Jeremy. Up, Jay? Hey, what's up, Jeremy? Hey, what's up, Anthony? How are you doing? I'm good, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. I was on Facebook, and I see that you're doing a radio interview, so I had to call and give you my support and just want to say I wish you all the best running for the 7th District for the state of Illinois for U.S. Congress, man. I really appreciate that, Jim. I really appreciate that. And I just have a quick question to ask you. Um, When you talk about complete funding for vocational, technical, and public schools, are you an advocate of public education or... Also, what's your difference about charter schools or uh, schools? Definitely. Great question, Jeremy. So I'm a 100% proponent of public education. I feel like we need to invest in our public education sector. Uh, and I actually, I think perspective is important. I actually worked for a charter school when I first exited the military. I worked for an alternative school, then a charter. So I saw firsthand how they operated. And I think when you move to privatization, what you're saying is that you're valuing profit over people. Uh, you're valuing the dollar over providing our, our young adults with opportunity. So I do not support this movement into the private sector. If you look what Rahm is doing right now, even if it's not in regards to our charter schools, he's privatizing a lot of our industries from janitorial services to food services within our public sector. 
And if you're paying attention to the news and seeing what's happening with our students, I mean, they're being served moldy food. I mean, there's yeah. there's mushrooms growing in our in our classrooms, etc. Uh, so th there's a lack of investment, and they're trying to pass the buck to these private industries that do not care. They're looking at profit margins, so right. they're going to provide the cheapest amount of services possible in order to reach that profit. So I do not support the move to any type of privatization of our educational systems or our criminal justice system. We have to invest in our public educational system. And another thing you asked was in regards to vocational training. Uh, you know, I'm a teacher by trade. So one thing I recognize in my classroom, if I have 30 students, I cannot present a uniform uh, approach to my education. You know, I have to differentiate instruction to each and every one of my students because each and every one of my students is different. Mm -hmm. Now, we may come from a similar base, but building from that foundation, I'm differentiating. So we also have to differentiate our opportunities. Not everybody's going to be a doctor. Not everybody's going to be a lawyer. But what should happen is everybody should have the opportunity to succeed in whatever sector they want to move into. You can have a janitor. You can be a great janitor. You can be a great doctor. You can be a great dentist. You can be a great barber. Whatever you want to be, you deserve to have that training and opportunity. And I think our school systems right now are failing our young adults in regards to not providing uh, that differentiation for them. Straight up. Great oh, question, Jay. Great question. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, yeah. And we thank that's you for really calling, deep. man. We appreciate you. Are you registered to vote, brother? Well, I did register to vote since 2004. My man. Congratulations. Woke. Right, woke. 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 Straight like that. No napping. All right. Well, we appreciate you calling in, brother, okay? All right. You're welcome. Hey, good luck, man. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Stay blessed. All right, man. So, like I said, man, if y'all ever want to call in, y'all can hit the line at 312-754-4333. Again, that number is 312-754-4333. And this is This, That, and the Third. And you're listening to UBM Radio, your station for talk, music, and faith. Now, getting back to our lecture at hand, what do y'all think about the NBA landscape? Are y'all with the super team movement? Or are y'all more so like, damn, I wish I can get that old thing back? You want to take this first? Um, you know me either way, but I just go to back in the day. You know what I'm mm. saying? Everybody did their job. And right. just do what you're supposed to do on a team, and then you might win, you might not. Right. Straight like that. I mean, for me, I mean, growing up, being born and raised in a shy, like, we had the super team. You right. know, like the Bulls we were did. The their, they, we were the super right. team. I mean, before that, of course, you had the Celtics dynasty. You had the Lakers dynasty. Detroit Pistons, Pistons they did their thing. You know, the Bulls yeah. tried to get through the Pistons. Uh, shout out to Isaiah and yeah. Dennis before he came to Chicago. But... I love having super teams because it creates that hunger in a sense for every other city. Like, man, what do we need to do right. in order to, you know, break down this wall and, and leap this barrier? So I love having a super team because it creates that, that evil empire like the Yankees yeah, in baseball. Yeah. You know, and everybody's coming at you. Right. And I, I, I just personally love that because it's just like, man, what, who are we picking up? Right. What do we have to do? What strategy do we have to utilize to topple the superpowers? So, right. I mean, throughout history. Superpowers, whether it's like Rome, that. whether it's Greece, you yeah, know, whatever. Empires, yeah. empires man. You know, Straight so you like always that. gonna have somebody that's a superpower. Five eight eight two three hundred. Trying to figure out how to topple them. But I think, I guess, my thing is when you say super team, like I feel like now everybody is trying to be a LeBron, a Kevin. Uh, you know, you got these certain names, mm -hmm. right? But back then, the Bulls, you had. BJ, you had you had you had everybody, right? But BJ wasn't trying to be Bill Cartwright wasn't trying to be George. You know what I'm saying? Tony Kukos. Kukos was nasty though. was cold. Exactly, but what I'm saying is he wasn't trying to be George. You know what I'm saying? Everybody played their role. That's all I'm saying. Just play your role. My thing is, as long I don't care about super teams or parody, as long as whoever is facing against these so-called super teams. Gives you 
their best shot right. at night, I think it makes good for basketball. Right. Every night it's coming for yeah, the cause head. Yeah, because even if it's like, man, I'm having a losing season, but this season I beat the super team. Right. Like when the, when the Bulls went 72 and 10, I don't know if y'all know, but the Raptors beat us twice that year. They probably mm-hmm. felt like they won the championship. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So it's those little <laughs> small parades. Straight like that. Down don't, don't sleep. All right, so we're going to move out of sports and go into Post It Up. That's cool? Yep. All right. Uh, so in Post It Up, man, and in the background, you're probably going to hear that. Feeling it. Fill the glass to the top with Moe. I used to thought it was called Moet. You know what I'm saying? She said Moe. <laughs> where that T go? Moe. Moe. Okay. So, man, hashtag watch Jazzy, man. What is old girl talking about? Y'all can catch all of these posted up uh, topics on the This, on and, the and, this the and the Third. Uh, social media pages, including IG and Facebook. What's going on with I watch that? She talking about dudes be pretty much breadcrumbing, breadcrumbing chicks into man. I want everything that comes with having a girl, but at the end of the day, I don't want a relationship. Oh, okay. So What's yeah, that about? this particular video, I I started watching her videos because I would see them posted on Facebook. Oh, she a movement. So she not a one one shot shorty. Toya turn up, watch Jazzy. Yeah. So like yeah. she constantly shoots out videos. And this one particular video, she had me dying. She was basically like, Don't be talking about we not in a relationship, but you want me to cook, you want me to clean, you Man. want me to do everything right. that I would do if I were in a relationship. And then he'd be like, But we not in a relationship. Alva. We not together like that. And she was like, what you mean? And so you got to watch the video because she real dramatic. I'll go to the page because at the end, what she said, that's how you end up on Dateline. Yeah, yeah. Because you go get hurt. That's struck a chord. Or on that Rob Kardashian. Oh, we're going to get to Rob in a second. All right. So then we was also watching some posts about Good Morning Texas. Now, tell me a little bit about. Why would females not appreciate a good morning text from a brother? Now, this one I was a little confused because this lady was basically saying fellas think the good morning text can basically translate into we getting up to late, I'm going to give me something tonight. Right. A good evening sex. Right. And that's not really the case. So I got what she was saying, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I think sometimes, depending on who they're from, a good morning text is just that, a good morning text. Right. Like, because it may not be early in the morning. Right, right. I mean, but to, I mean, from my perspective, I keep it completely 100. Like, I have male friends, of course, grew up with my homies, and I think you can't overgeneralize, but I think, I can't speak for, you know, all the women of the world, et cetera, but there are dudes out there where if you literally, like, look at them, like, just... Yes. Or smile at them. She wants me. Right, right. She wants exactly. me not hold on. <laughs> Jerome, Rome. You already know. So it's just like, I could take that in the seat. I see that. So I can imagine to take it to the next level where you get a good morning text. He like, oh, okay, okay, right, right. you know, right. so dudes, that's just how a lot of dudes are programmed, where they just automatically think any type of... Attention and means that you want them. Goes to that. Right. Just goes directly to and straight to, oh, she want me, bro. See, that? so I think you have to kind of tailor who's sending you that text, exactly. who's coming from. Yeah. But she was right. basically. Your grandma could be sending you the good morning. Straight so up. Right. Yeah, good morning, right. baby. So right. that, the that, was, the day, that was funny to me. Judge them by their content. I man also posted up, we saw some social media gangster was driving around on Facebook Live toting a pistol. Nigga got arrested. Uh, the police came to his crib. Knock, knock on the door. Knock, knock once more. Right. Bruh, we liked all the posts you were doing. Where's right. the gun? Come with us. Oh, He's wow. like, that wasn't me. I don't got no account. We're out the bam. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, Goofy Mogs, beware. Um, also, no it posted well. up, speaking of, uh, we had Rob Kardashian versus Ooh. Black China Ooh. slash Ferrari, who I guess is the side dude. Right. And um, hip-hop has a lot to say. What's going on? What's the response? So, okay. Apparently, the guy Ferrari is from Chicago. 
Did you know that? Did not know that. Okay, he's from Chicago. I looked up his uh, Instagram page uh-huh. to try to figure out what the hell he do. What type of car does he drive, though? If your name's Ferrari, he don't have no, does well, he have, I don't know if is he it a Civic or Honda? Like, no, he, he actually, quite, from sure. his Instagram, he lives a very luxurious life, okay? okay? okay. So I'm assuming he's a rapper or something because, right. you know, he right. don't have no specific thing So is that Bow Wow luxurious, though? Like, you know, where you take a picture of a plane, but you actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it Bow Wow luxurious or is he really, is he faking the funk? Is he really you know, he could just life. be traveling and then when he at right, them places taking exactly, them pictures. Exactly. So that's, that's what I'm saying. You just don't know. Right. So um, we heard from Snoop. Snoop was like, mm. China did what she's supposed to. She licked him. She found her sucker found and licked him. trick. Licked. Oh, shit. Sucker. <laughs> lick. Damn. <laughs> Leave so, it up to Snoop to come up with that analogy. Like, Don Snoop Juan's was like, um, get off my timeline, y'all. Right, y'all, this right. is way yeah. too much. Why y'all worried about their business? Um, T.I. said, why you bringing your business to IG, though? Look who you got. Like, look, you got work, bro, but at least keep it to yourself. You letting the world know you a duck. Right. Hashtag DuckTales. Just, just hold this L, kiss your kid, and cut your losses right. and move on. The danger looks that behind you. That was a great you. show. That was a great it was. Day. I love DuckTales. I always wanted to see the gold coins. Yep. Um, and then the game said, put the phone down, homie. Just put the phone down. Facts. I mean, all this comes not a surprise to me because I watch the Kardashians, right? And so all of his sisters told him Be was like, him. now if your sister Kim is telling you, and you know what Kim is, right. now, you should listen to your sister. Right. right. You say, thought minds think alike. And you know what? Because they were friends. Her and China yeah. were friends. She's like, you don't point. want this. And we talked about that on an earlier segment. If you know that your homegirl ain't shit, but somebody trying to get up with them, what, do you, what do? do you do? Do you PM that or do you if stay away? If it's your brother, you tell your you brother. You block that, G. But you, you know what? Block that. At, the, at the end of the day, Rob, I think, is still suffering from just depression issues yes, and yeah, other yeah. self-image yeah. issues yeah, and mental health yeah. self-awareness is and very he essential used, he used china to feel that whole feel yeah. that void i'm somebody and it will you know at the end of the day it's not gonna work i got so. a shout out on life of pablo yeah she <laughs> is who she is and she gonna continue to and be who she, she winning and this is why on instagram they be like hoes be winning because prime example yeah. She got you for 18 years. But this is my concern, man. You know, me being father of the year every year. Oh, God. Oh, they got a baby so named so Dream, yeah, right? So Come on, man. You know what it is. I just, dropped out. I just got some little braces for the kids. That's why I was late. I had to drop off some braces for the king kids. But, um, yeah, man, they got a baby named Dream. Dream. So my thing is, and for those of y'all that don't know, the boy Rob is showing his ass and posting his nudes on a, a Black China. Uh, One, yeah. I think those already existed. Yeah. Well, I could have got those easily. They're yeah. in my wallet. Secondly... Uh, even though they blocked him and took down his Twitter and his Instagram, eventually Dream is going to be old enough to research the stuff, see what was going on, and see not only how her mom played her pops, but also the sucker reaction to, that, to that came yeah. from that. You got to be able to respond instead of reacting to yeah. certain goofy shit that happens in your life. In, in my opinion, but yeah. you know, so we'll you know Agreed. we pray for it's, the family, pray for Dream. G, it's so it's, easy to say that because Dream Kardashian. I get it why he reacted, but yeah, you do gotta do better. Slow up, Definitely. player. Definitely. All right, so then we gonna move out of post it up. We are gonna go into around the town, man. As y'all know, we just ended a dope Fourth of July weekend, depending on where you were and who you were with. But, um, yeah, Chicago, man, got it popping, and I ain't talking fireworks, G. So I'm going to run down these stats, man. We usually don't cover negative news here, but we need to stay woke and know exactly what the fuck is going on in our backyard. Would you all agree? Yes. All right, so the 4th of July weekend was literally cracking in Chicago. According to the Chicago Tribune, reports of over 100 shootings occurred during July 4th weekend. Uh, 15 of those 100 that were shot were killed. 
So we had 15 fatalities. Shootings were confined primarily to the south and west sides. Hmm. Uh, and then the shootings uh, occurred in districts with Chicago uh, Police Department strategic supports in place and predictive technology, including shot spotter, which is just pretty much like that minority report trying to say. So whenever the shots shot go off, off they yeah. can locate it. Exactly. And I, I will say this: they have that. Apparently, that's been working because right. the response is quicker. Right. But I saw in the news because of the fireworks sound, just like gunshots, mm-hmm. they, they system was, was all off. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, get a better system, nigga. You know, it's July Fourth. Yeah. So you can easily boast like. Oh, well, Longdale didn't have any killings Memorial Day weekend. No fireworks. So, yeah, your technology works then, but, nigga, don't act like you don't know that there's yeah. going to be fireworks. Inc- right. Incorporate that into the technology, yeah. G. Let's not be fools about it. Yeah. But uh, And then also hundreds of officers were paid overtime, uh, and they were displa- dispatched and deployed. But it's like, what did that do? One, yeah. the city don't got it like that to be paying nobody no overtime. And yeah. secondly, 15 people died, 100 people still got shot right, with yeah. all this overtime. So what are we really doing? Yeah. And then um, last but not least, um, it was the most deadly 4th of July in recent history. There was a couple of years ago that I think it was around the same level. But to date, we only, what, seven, six months into the year, 1,800 shooting totals in mm. the city of Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I think that comes from six treating, treating symptoms, you know? I yeah. mean, our, our leadership, right. our, you know, our political leaders, our, our, our you know, leaders across the board are just treating symptoms. And you see them investing in, again, you know, uh, increasing the police force. I just saw right now our mayor, uh, they're, they're building a new uh, facility for police officers and, mm-hmm. and fire and fire uh, fighters, et cetera. And, again, I respect police officers. I respect firefighters. I support positive right. community policing, right. et cetera. And now they're coming out with new police cars, et cetera. So you're investing in all this technology, but where's the investment in the people? Right. You know, right. Where's the investment in the community? Because, I mean, you can have all the money in the world, all the technology in the world. If you're not building relationships, if you don't respect the people in the community that you're serving it's not going to work you know there's a there's a large divide between our officers and our community members and i mean unless we address that you right. know unless we start building relationships start knowing first names and and knowing families etc and what's going on i mean you can have robocop out there bro you know but i mean it doesn't matter how much technology right exactly you can have officer murphy out there uh it's not going to work unless officer murphy is you know building relationships through community policing and investing in people you know that's why i like the initiative they got going on called cops and kids that i just heard about i think robert robinson is going to be spearheading a lot of those efforts but it's pretty much taking things like obviously basketball but also chess Mm-hmm. Also debate, yeah. also different things that are, are not the traditional things that our communities thrive in, right. and um, you know put cops and kids in the same types of, of yeah, arenas exactly. to work together and compete against each other because everybody at the end of the day loves to compete right. regardless of what your arena is. So I think they're trying to do things, but again, like the band aid approach has to change. Yeah. We need surgery. Treat the bitch. root cause. Stop treating the symptoms. All right. So we're gonna move out of around the town. And we're gonna go into lifestyles, man. Y'all gonna hear some uh, NIGGAs in Paris in the background to support our musical theme and again this is this and a third uh brought to you by urban broadcast media each and every friday night be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to download the urban broadcast media app and uh check us out on the website www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com and anytime you miss us live on the facebook or whatever you can always catch the replay of our podcast on uh soundcloud and or itunes by searching this that and the third 
right. So I want to um, make sure in um, Lifestyles we run through it real quick just to make sure the child awoke on these particular issues. There's a new change to the child support laws in 2017. The old laws were based on the net income of the parent that the kids don't stay with. It was mm-hmm. like 20% for the first kid, 28% for the second kid, 32 for three kids, etc. Okay. Now the new law is based on both parents' net incomes and is considered uh, – it combines both net incomes, it's calculated – it determines which percentage belongs to each parent, like mm-hmm. how much of this net income are you contributing. Right. Uh, the child support amount is then determined, and then the percentage of how much that particular parent is putting towards that net worth is applied to the amount of child support that is uh, being calculated. So in a nutshell, the why behind this, it aims to provide child support at levels that are on par with what the, the children would experience is. if the parents never separated. Oh, at the end of the day, okay. one, strap up. Yeah. Two, stay together. <laughs> Three, I don't know the third part. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, just say no. Just like, say no to, to I don't know. To either or if you're it's, not going to strap up or stay together. And there's no, no getting around this, y'all. Like, if you are, I, the, the craziest thing to me was the fact that, let's just say there's a brother that's on child support and not working. Instead of saying, oh, he's on child support, he's not working, he's contributing 0% to this combined net income, and Shorty's contributing however much, they're going to look at how much he has earning potential. So based on how your work experience is, how many degrees you have, how much you made earning in your previous potential. job, you could be making 100K. We're going to act as if you're making 100K okay, and calculate that. So that's it's not deeper, fair right? because it's not, it's companies not. can look at your earning potential, but they're not going to pay you Excuse your me. earning potential. Excuse me. So y'all stay woke and we'll have more on that development story as we progress uh, later on in, in later shows to come. But at the end of the day, man, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, our game, which is this, that, and the third. So every time we have a special guest on the show we like to ask him three random questions and all they got to do is answer heartfelt and honestly you ready to play brother okay all right so reese is gonna kick it off this is this that and the third okay so tell us what's okay see i know anthony he was like (laughs) hilariously funny right 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 just all around funny guy so tell me one of your jokes oh shit from back in the day (laughs) make me laugh from like when i was on stage yeah give me a little Man, you taking it? You taking it back? Because like, I haven't done comedy in years, years. Uh, what? Let me think. What was one of my my best jokes? Uh, okay, so I mean, this is super lame right now. I don't even think it'll be funny anymore. All right, but one of my. <laughs> All right, so what was one of my jokes? Okay, so one of my jokes, and I'm trying to think of how it went. Uh, so when you, so I don't know. Okay, so it's gonna be off because I haven't told this joke in a long time. <laughs> Uh, but it was something like when you're dating, like fellas, when you're dating nowadays, and like I think it was the year at that time it was like 2002. I don't uh-huh. know, I was super young. You know, you have to be able to defend yourself. You know, have to know how to fight uh, because men do not have respect for you know you anymore. They see you with your woman or whoever you're dating, they're just gonna straight up disrespect you. However, you know that's how I set up the premise. Right. So then I told a story where, and again, this is oh, nobody's gonna laugh, but I was on a bus, <laughs> and they also said you cannot take public transportation if you if you don't know how to fight, never take public transportation. Always I have agree with that. So either, know, either know how to fight, or if you don't know how to fight, please stay off public transportation mm-hmm. so you can limit your you know inner. inner Interactions with people that might beat your butt. Right. Uh, so I said we were on public transportation. We were taking a bus downtown. I was with a young lady I was dating. We were sitting down. Uh, a gentleman, an aggressive gentleman, came up, approached us, and asked for her number right in front of me. And, you know, it went through and went through, and it was just like building. And, you know, I said in a joke that she looked over to me, like, what are you going to do? Like, are you going <laughs> to handle this situation? 
And I said, baby, I got this. And then I stood up. I looked him in his face, and I said, her number is 773. <laughs> you know, whatever it was. So, so, again, that was long. That was an old joke. Yeah, you know, yeah I got that was this. One of my, uh, yeah, that was one of my classic 2002. Ooh, all right. Anthony Clark, Tony Vincent. Those, those <laughs> my kind of comedian name, Tony mm-hmm. Vincent jokes. All right. Well, I'm going to kick it to uh, back to the politics. Okay. All right? cool, cool. So, you know, the, the brother is very uh, dynamic, but on the po- political side, what would you say to somebody that was like, I think that you're running for uh, Congress and trying to, I guess, upseat or whatever the term is, mm-hmm. uh, Danny Davis right. is going to split the black vote between black millennials and black mm-hmm. baby boomers and then somebody else is going to creep in there on y'all what mm-hmm. what is your response to that well you know i mean i, I think that's that's a great question that you ask in a sense but you know um, the incumbent is the incumbent for a reason mm-hmm. you know because he already has that established vote and what i would say to anybody that questions why are you running against this individual you may weaken the party or you may weaken our chances in a sense is no matter what, the seventh, based upon gerrymandering, is going to be Democratic. You know, so no matter what, you're going to get a Democratic candidate push through the primary into the general election and most likely win. But what I will say is, what are your expectations of your political candidates? You have individuals making $200,000 a year just to vote. I mean, look what just happened with Ossoff in Georgia. Millions of dollars were spent. He lost just to right, vote. Right. So we need to transform. We need transformative leadership. And yeah. that's what I believe that I am. Somebody that doesn't only vote, but that's in the community, understands grassroots efforts and approaches, because that's the only way we're going to eliminate systemic issues. So many people right. now are yelling Trump and 45, this and that. He's a byproduct. Right. Bro ain't bring this or create any of this. Right. It's, it's existed. And the reason it's existed is because we haven't had leadership in a long time that truly gets to the heart of the situation and truly treats root causes right. instead of uh, you know, benefiting off of just treating symptoms. Gotcha. And that's what our current leaders are doing. They're just treating the symptoms, becoming career. I'm not in this for a career. This right. is a calling. Gotcha. I'm trying to make a difference. I don't care. If, I just need to do this. You uh-huh. know, so you can't be in here 20 years. Any other field, you work 20 years and don't don't produce. Yeah. Right. It's a problem. Yeah. Uh, so, so we got to make a change. Straight like that. All right. So that was this, that, and here's the third from Reese. So... I have like a few questions. You have ninety seconds. Ninety <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so okay, what does Anthony Clark do for fun? You got all this political stuff going on. You got your nonprofit going on. You're mm. a- you're active in the community. What right. do you like to do just to zen? Well, I got the bike, so I love getting on my. I call it my bike's name is Dirty Diana. Oh, okay. On, Dirty Diana. On Dirty D, <laughs> my Matt Black Harley, and just riding. You know, I love to go to like Lakeshore Drive and just completely ride up and down Lakeshore when it's nice out because that's therapeutic for me. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I used to work out. I used to be in. I need to get back in the gym. Like mm-hmm. I've been. I was out in the Dominican Republic last weekend for a yeah, wedding, right. mm-hmm. and I was highly embarrassed on myself <laughs> on that beach. I was like Man. super impressed, <laughs> <laughs> covering up, trying to dive in the water real quick. Got so, one piece. Right, right, trying to make abs with markers so it was just bogus but so i need to get back into the gym but you know riding and i'm a huge movie buff like i love movies okay. like i will literally go to the movies by myself just like oh, sneak yeah. in get some popcorn sneak and in. just like well not sneak in and like, hey <laughs> but sneak in by myself right like, i was about to say right <laughs> i sneak in and don't pay I, yeah i pay but okay. i'm just saying like don't tell anybody where i'm at right yeah, and just yeah. go to a movie and just like zone out and just you know leave my reality and get involved with somebody else's reality so yeah bike riding and movies and Future gym. 
Good. Like Good. That's what's happening. Speaking into existence. Future well, gems. I definitely want to thank you for coming out. No, nah, thank you all. Um, yeah, we we want you to come back before March. Please. Um, definitely. So we can remind the folks that it's time to vote, time yes, to register. March 2018. Get registered to vote in Illinois. If you're 17 or over and will be 18 by the election, you can vote. Straight Stop up. playing. Straight up. All right, y'all. Well, that does it for another episode of This, That, and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media, starring yours truly, Calvin Leroy King the Third, and my lovely co-hosts with the Moses, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we want to thank our illustrious guests. Well, let's slow clap them out real quick. Y'all know how we do, G. All right, we did that in synchronization and syncopation. You know what I'm saying? So y'all make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend to download the Urban Broadcast Media app. Check for us each and every Friday night, usually at 8 o'clock. But today we did it live at 5 because the nigga got to get on the boat. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I'm going to go do that, man. But we'll check y'all out next week uh, at 8 o'clock. And anytime you miss it, make sure to check out the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud by searching this, that, and the third. One love on behalf of UBM, Urban Broadcast Media. We love y'all. Check out Doc uh, tomorrow for the takeover. And we'll check y'all out next week. Peace. Peace.